0: Welcome to episode 70 of Voice in Education. This is Julie Daniel Davis. And today I have with me Dr. Martin Farrows of Soapbox Labs from Dublin, Ireland. Welcome, Martin.
1: Thank you, Julie.
0: So today um, I'm pretty excited. I did a little bit of research about your company and feel like um, the more I did research, the more I was like, yes, They get it, they understand what education needs to take into account student privacy, to take into account it's more than just an assistant. We need it to really get to um, understand the student and the way they speak, and to really be able to use that for the benefit of learning. And so that's what I'm excited about. So what I want you to do is tell us about your company and your vision for learning and voice.
1: Sure. Well, look, let me start at the beginning, then, um, because um, many of your listeners will know that building speech technology for kids is really hard, right? And, um, you know, there have been a lot of attempts in the past uh, to do so with very clean data sets that work in very controlled environments with headsets and microphones and very kind of unnatural environments for kids in many ways. Like kids don't inhabit worlds that are controlled, you know, they inhabit worlds where they're noisy. You know, where they can um, express themselves and they want to be, be able to do that with technology. So building speech technology for kids that fulfill those environments, in particular environments like classrooms, is really hard. And we know that more than anybody because we've been working on this and had a laser focus for this for kind of seven years now, right? And nice. um, We have over 100 years of accumulated um, expertise in, in kids' speech on our team. And, you know, it's, um, it's been a difficult challenge, but one that we've been able to crack and, and our vision really is to, to give kids that utility of voice interface, but by doing so in a way that is really accurate, right? So in education, you have to be accurate, you know, you have to have the trust of teachers, you have to bring them along the journey they have to be confident that the technology is able to understand the kids and secondly that you have to be um, very very aware of the whole privacy conversation right you know um kids voices voice data personally identifiable information you know we we, we are we are absolutely committed to giving kids that utility of voice, but whilst respecting their fundamental rights to digital privacy. And you can have both, right? It's, you can have both, um, but you have to set out at the beginning with that really clear commitment in mind, and that's what we've done.
0: Sure. And I did notice that your product is both COPPA and GDPR compliant, um, which, you, you know, it just sent bells and whistles of happiness when I, immediately when I saw that. And the fact that um, you're speaking into it Very robustly. You're not ignoring it. You're really hitting it head on. And I think that's important for teachers and educators to know. Um, I think you kind of answered this, but specifically, why do you think voice is a good medium for teaching children?
1: Well, look, I mean, particularly when you think about things like um, literacy and language learning, right? Voice is such an important medium as part of that learning journey, right? And traditionally, you know, we know with our own kids, you know, sitting down, reading with them before bedtime, giving them feedback as they're reading along. you know, Or if you're learning a language, being able to get feedback on how you're doing, how well you're pronouncing words, for example. You know, having somebody who is able to do that is really an essential part of that learning journey, in particular when it comes to things like reading practice. The problem is that, you know, not all kids will always have access to either a helpful adult, like a teacher who can help them with that reading, you know, or, or a parent who is able to help them and has the time to give them, um, to help them with that reading, or may not even have the language skills themselves that, uh, to help the child to learn a language. So, So what we figured was, well, actually technology can play a really helpful role in that process as a kind of, as a, as a complementary piece of, uh, technology that can help support the child on that learning journey. And so you know the key part for us is, number one, being able to, for particularly younger kids, being able to accurately assess how well they're pronouncing um, words, it's a really important thing. And as they then progress through that that literacy journey from kind of letter sounds through to blending and decoding and then to words and short phrases, moving into a phase where they're becoming more fluent in their reading. And they're starting to, um, to to read to learn as opposed to learning to read, right? That we can start to measure actually, well, how fluently and how 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 are they building up those comprehension skills? It's really critical that, you know, again, as I keep reiterating that the, the technology is accurate, but but really what the technology also allows us to do is to give the kids that kind of independence of practicing their reading in a safe space, they can hear back what they're saying right you know I, I remember seeing my own kids the first time they heard their own voices back to them you know i can probably remember I mean, well, i'm probably a little bit old now to have the kind of technology that these kids have we were using tape recorders and so yeah, on but yeah. you know but when you listen to yourself back number one you don't sound anything like you thought you said, Right. No. right? secondly it's really instructive from a learning point of view to get that aural yeah. feedback right? You know, to be able to listen to yourselves. So to be able to do that in a safe space, you know, to, be able to listen back and to get feedback in terms of the pronunciation that you're making is a really key added value that the technology can bring.
0: And I 100% agree with that. This past year, um, I actually worked with a group of international students. So these were high school students uh, from different places in Asia that are That had been coming to the United States to learn. And we um, actually used Alexa to help them study for for tests. And so you know, she would ask them a question, they would give feedback. But because of student privacy laws, I couldn't turn on the option for it to learn their voices. And so there was frustration in that because Mm -hmm. they were, you know, they had accents that weren't easily understood. So the value that that Learning voices brings, I think, is huge in helping students want to persevere in the things. Yeah. doing. So yes, a hundred percent with that. Okay, I don't want to end without you just giving a really great opportunity to t- talk about your product and and in terms of what the educators need to know about your product. Um, so if you don't mind.
1: Sure. I mean. Um... Well, let's deal with a couple of aspects straight up, right? So you just mentioned it again there, you know, the ability to be able to understand different accents and different dialects, right? And, um, you know, we made it a core mission of ours to be able to do that from the get go, Um, to be able to build a speech technology platform that can do that. You need data, right? And so we have one of the largest proprietary data sets of kids' voices globally. Um, voices from over 190 countries around the world so we can handle accents and dialects and and the key part of that is that you don't penalize a child for having an accent or a dialect right you know because that's perfectly fine maybe you know it's not part of their literacy journey in that sense to to kind of remove their accent or their dialect from um <clears throat> so that's that's a really core cool component of what we do and, and it's a really important message for educators to get across that you know this system is accurate it is at the level that a human assessor would be sitting alongside the child and trying to listen and understand what they're saying. The second really important part about our technology is that it's an enabling technology, right? So we voice enable experiences that will help improve that child's educational journey, right? So if it's a literacy curriculum or a language learning curriculum, or it could be another subject domain where you're actually using voice to post uh, questions about comprehension and understanding and using voice as the expressive medium for the child to give their response. You know, we can cover all of those different use cases. Um, and we do so in a way that is is very independent. And we do so in a way that is focused on delivering utility of voice interaction for, for the child and not using that information for any other purpose than to provide the most accurate uh, voice technology that's out there for kids. So that's something I think that educators can really kind of relate to in the sense that, you know, it is a, is a laser-focused mission. There's a product that is specifically designed for those kids and their needs and their use cases, right? So if you look at something like like a smart assistant, like Alexa, you know, a smart assistant is essentially a use case for voice technology. It's not okay. use, It's not voice technology on its own. It's a use case for voice technology. You're, you're engaging with the smart assistant to get answers to questions. With kids, the use cases, in particular in education, are so varied and diverse. And they're so varied and diverse across developmental stages, right? So, you know, a three-year-old is not going to use language in the same way as a seven-year-old. So you have to have a much more nuanced approach to how you deploy the technology to support the needs of those individual children at whatever developmental stage they're at. And that's why what we do is, you know, I think the most valuable asset in terms of bringing voice into an educational environment.
0: Yes. I, I'm, I, I find myself just smiling from ear to ear because I feel like my heart and your heart are beating together right now. <laughs> What's best for children? Uh, if you want to know more about Soapbox Labs, you can go to soapboxlabs.com and uh, just look around. Their blog post is amazing. Their heart for learning is amazing. And educators, this is, some, this is a company to watch. Thank you uh,
1: for joining us today. And I really appreciate your time. My pleasure, Julie. Great to meet you.